We begin the Gemara today in the bottom of Daf Ches Amid Beis. Amar Abelazar, got it? Okay. Amar Abelazar, Abelazar said the following halacha: Ha'oimer Pesach Pesuach Motzasi. A man gets married and he comes and he says Pesach Pesuach Motzasi, meaning that he entered into an opening which was not closed. In other words, the wife that he got married to was not a besula. Before in the Gemara, the main thing the Gemara focused on regarding figuring out if she's a psula or not, is the blood. If there's any blood that comes out, the dam besulim. But here, there's actually another way to know whether she's a psula or not, and that is if the Pesach was closed, which means that the, there was a, a hymen there that was blocking his entry, so then he knows she's a besula. So he comes the next day, and he says, Pesach besulach matzasi, he says that it was open, and therefore she was not a besula. Zakta Gemara, Neman la'isra alav. If he says this, He's believed, and she will become Asr to live with him. And why would she be Asr to live with him? So if she had a relation with someone else, willingly, between the Edison and the Nisuin, as we've learned so many times over here, that the Edison, she becomes a total Eshesish, and then the actual Nisuin, when the husband and wife live together, could be up to a year later. So then, if in that time period she had a relation with someone else willingly, she was an Eshesish, she may not go back to her husband. So when he says, Pesach Pesuach Metzasi, he's believed to say this. Now Rashi brings up an obvious question, Taisa speaks about it as well. What happened to the, to the issue of the blood? What, is there, was there any blood when they had this first relation or not? Why are we ignoring that? So Rashi says, based on the Gemara later, that either she comes from a certain family, which is called a family, a Durkati family, that, yeah, that, that, that has no blood, uh, there's no dam besulim. That was the nature of these girls. Or Rashi says the blood is, is not here. It's not available. Even if there was a, a, a sheet that they had that they could have seen if there was blood there or not, but it's lost. So that, that's not a factor that they could look to see if she was a besula or not. So therefore, the only thing is that he's saying that pesach besulach matzasi, and therefore she's not a besula. But the hymen also could have just not been there. Okay, so there's a, there's a lot of different details to this that's going to be on this blot some today, some of the Gemara later. Let's, let's see, see things at uh, one point at a time. Okay, so now the first thing the Gemara asks is, Ve'amai, or the top of it, Ve'amai, why is he believed to ask her upon her himself? There's still a double suffolk over here whether she should be asked to him. Why? First of all, Suffolk Tachtov, Suffolk Ain Tachtov. If Shitaka had a relation with someone else, this could be after she became an Ashishish, after the Edison, or it could be before. So Lavdaf, if it was before, so then she doesn't become Asatim. Vim Tim Tachtov, and even if she had a relation with someone else after she was already an Ashishish, after the Edison, Suffolk Bainus, possibly this could have happened against her will. And in such a case, the halacha by a Yisrael that marries a woman and she had a relation with someone else as an Eshesish, if it was Ba'inis, she can still live with him. Right. And Safik Beratzen, but it could have been Beratzen. And then it would be, she would be also to be married to him. So we have a double Safik here. And by a Svek Sveke, you don't become Asa. This is a famous klal. This is one of the things that Daftes and Ksubis is famous for. This rule of Svek Sveke, that at any time, there's, even though usually we know by Safik Menatere is Lechumra, Anytime you have a suffix regarding any ism and you have to be machmer. But if it's a double suffix, a svek svek in you're not machmer. There's different tesbeinim for this. One of the famous explanations of the uh, Rajba, the Rajba says that a svek svek, so you basically have a roiv that she's mutter. Because if you have a double suffix that you're relying upon to ask her, so that means that most tzadim say that she's actually mutter. So therefore, there should be no reason to ask her on you. 
So the Gemara answers, The case over here is, there's only one suffix. Ve'esh is kayan. She's a wife of a kayan, and therefore by a kayan, the Allah is different. By a kayan, <laughs> if his wife has a relation with someone else, whether it's ba'inus, whether it's beratzen, she's asked to, she's asked to go back to her husband, the kayan. And that's what we're speaking about, there's one suffix. So let me just explain another very fundamental thing for this Gemara. And, but the question would still remain, how could he answer her on himself? You have no Adim here. Usually when it comes to such a kind of thing, you have to have Adim to answer upon yourself. Over here, it's just him saying so. No so how does she become Asa? Yeah. So Rashi says, this is based on something that the Gemara says in many places. It's actually here later in Ksubis. Shavya Surah. A person is believed regarding himself. If you say, I know for a fact that she was not a Basula and therefore she had a relation with someone else. And there's a suffix about this. It possibly was after she was an Aishas Ish. You can make something also for yourself. Even Chazik, if Chazik for Chazik. other people this would not be Asr, but for yourself, Shavya Alech Surah. If a person comes along and says, I know for a fact that this piece of meat here was not Shechted. I know for a fact, I saw that it was an Avela. It'll become Asr for himself. So over here as well, what the Gemara is saying is that for himself, she's going to be believed. He's going to be believed, that is. This is one shot. One second, one second. This is one shot. Another shot here is Beishish Yisrael. It is talking about a wife married to Yisrael. So the question is, don't we have a double suffix whether she's also to him? So the Gemara says, V'kagayin, the kabul ba avua kiddushin p'chusa mibaz gimel shonim v'yoyim echad. The case over here is that her father already accepted kiddushin for her when she was three days, uh, three weeks, uh, no, it's not three, three days, not three weeks, three years old. Three years and one day. What's the significance of three years of, and one day? So as Rashi here explains, that from that point and on, if anyone had a relation with her, so then the Basulim will not come back. But if anyone has a relation with a girl that's below the age of three years old, so then the Basulim grows back. So therefore over here, when you see that she has no Basulim, it must be that someone else had a relation with her after she was already married to him. Because he was already married to her when she was three years old. If she would have had a relation with her from before, the Basulim would have came back. So therefore, there's no suffix whether it happened before or after. The relationship for sure happened when she was an Eishasish. So you have only one suffix. Was it Ba'inis or was it Beratzen? Okay, and the case over here is that we're talking about that right now she's already a Godel. As Rashi over here points out another thing which we learned in the Gemara and Yavamis. If she was still a Ketana, so then the Halacha by a Ketana is any relation that she has with anybody else other than her husband is considered to be an Ainis. Because she has no das bachlal to decide for herself what she's doing. So it's always considered to be an Ainus. So we're talking about this girl, which is today a Gedayla. And now we know that she had a relation with someone else, based on what he's claiming, what he's saying, that she sees a Pesach Pesuach. He had a, she had a relation with someone else when she was an Eishasish. But it's not clear whether it was Ba'inus or Beratzin, whether she's been able to co- no, go to back what, to what be married to him. Does she not have das? Till, till Bas Mitzvah, till 12 years old, right? Okay, so this is the halach of Rabbi Lazar, that the person is believed, to, and again, this is based on the concept of Shavya and Avsheikh Hatikha the Yisura, a person is believed to make something also for himself, even if for others we're not going to trust, we're not going to look at this woman as, a, as someone that was Mazana as an Ashish, but for himself he's believed to say this, and therefore she'll be also. So what was the Chiddush of what Rabbi Lazar said here? This idea that a person is believed to ask on himself, Tanina, we learned this already in another Mishnah. It says in the Mishnah as follows, A person says to a woman, 
I was Makadashah, you're my wife. Via met us, and she says, Loiki Lashtani, never happened. You were never Makadash me. So what's the Allah? Do we believe him or not? Again, so there's no Aidemir, nothing. So do we accept what he said? So Lachayda, no. Why should we accept what he said without any Aidem? So the Mishnah there says, He mutarez She will be allowed to get married to any of his relatives. In other words, we don't trust him. We don't consider her to be married to him ever, and therefore she can get married to any of his relatives that would usually be us, or your husband's relatives. So, so they're totally mutter. He that said that she got married to him, so he's not allowed to marry any of, his, of, of her relatives. In other words, we believe him. If, if he says that I know for sure that I married this woman, so again, so for him this is us, and he will not be allowed to marry any of her relatives. So this concept, you see in a clear Mishnah. What was Rabbi Lazar Machadish over here when he comes and says that this woman that I married is not a basula, she had a relation with someone else. And it says, the Gemara, ma'al de there's a difference, there's a, here's a Chiddush that Rabbi Lazar is saying here. I would think to say, Hosom de kimle. Here he comes and says, I was Machadish's woman, that's something that he knows for a fact. So we rely on what he says and therefore she becomes asa to him. Or the relatives become asatim. Aval hacha make him kimle. Over here, it's possible when this person says that when I had a relation with my wife Pesach Pesuach, that it was opening. Maybe he just didn't. He didn't realize. Didn't feel. He didn't realize that it was closed. It's not something that he could be a hundred percent sure about. So even for himself, maybe we shouldn't rely on what he's saying, and she should still be mutter to go back to marry him. It's not something which is so clearly and factual that a person could say that he knows for a fact that it was a Pesach Pesuach. So therefore, Kamash Malan, that's what Rabbi Loza was saying, that if he comes and says, I know for a fact that it was a Pesach Pesuach, and therefore she was not a Besula, he will not be allowed to go back to his wife. Rakhta Gemara, Benahi Gemara asks an opposite question, that we find another place that seemingly Rabbi Loza says that we don't trust the man to answer this wife on himself. Me, Amr Abel Azahachi did. Abel Azah said that he could ask her on himself. But for Amr Abel Azah, Abel Azah said in a different place as follows: Eina isha neseres al baila. A woman does not become asa to her husband. Ella al iske kinu yistira. Only if it's a situation where there was kinu yistira. This is Allah Abayasaita. The kinu is when he warned her to not go privately with another person, and a stira is when she actually went privately with another person. So only if you have all of the prerequisites which makes a woman into a saita, then she will come asa to him. But otherwise, a woman does not become asa to her husband if we suspect that she had a relation with someone else. So it seems like the Trabalazi here says that there's no reason to ask her on her husband. <coughs> and then he adds, This halacha is based on the story that happened. And as we'll see here in the Gemara, this story we're speaking about is the story of Bathsheba. When David HaMelech went and had a relationship with Bathsheba in the time of war, so Bathsheba was married to a fellow by the name of Uriah. And there was a time of war, and Uriah went out to fight in the war, and David HaMelech had a relationship with this Bathsheba. So based on that story, he says, we see that a woman does not become Asa to her husband. That's the statement of Rabbi Loza. But what's our question? So how does Rabbi Loza here say, when a husband comes and says that it was a Pesach Pesuach, that that Asa her on, her, uh, uh, on him? So the Gemara now first explains, wait a minute, the statement that Rabbi Loza says to me is something doesn't sound right here. Is, is this a question? Could you understand what Rabbi Loza just said? What did you say? That how do I know that a woman only becomes asa to her husband with a kinuy and a stira, which means the way it's done by a saita. I learned that out from the story of David Melech that I had a relationship with Bathsheba. So that story that happened, B'kinuy and stira, was there any kinuy and stira? Her husband Uriah ever warned her? 
Was there any stira there? There's no. There, there, she wasn't. There was no situation of a site uh, that was involved in that story over there. So why why are we bringing that Maisa Shahaya over here? <coughs> one second. Let's see everything in the Gemara. We're gonna play. Wait, wait for the Gemara to say everything. That's one question. There was no kino and no stira there. Vaid. Another question is me asrua. Did they answer her? To the husband, to Uriah, did she become Asa to the to Uriah? She didn't become Asa to Uriah. As Rashi here brings, what was the story later? Eventually, David went and got married to Bathsheba. If David was allowed to get married to Bathsheba, so that means she wasn't Asa to her husband either. Uriah then got killed in the war, and after Uriah got killed in the war, David and Melech went to marry her. If she would have been Asa to her husband, she would have been Asa to David and Melech to marry her as well. The halacha in a case where a woman is mezana with somebody during marriage is that she becomes Asa to the husband and she becomes Asa to the person that was her. So over here, the fact that we know that David and Melech went and got married to her, that means that she did not get Asa to her husband either. And then her husband died, and then David Amalek was allowed to marry her. So how are we Bechlau bringing that story as the proof for this, that she becomes Asa to the husband? She didn't become Asa to him at all. Okay, so first the Gemara explains what Rabbi Laza really said. This is how you have to understand what he said. The way Rabbi Laza said, but the way we understood it before is not exactly correct. We have to understand what he said as follows. This is what he meant to say. A woman will not become also to her husband. Only if it's a case where there was kinney, there was the warning and the stira. She went and secluded herself with someone else like it is by a site. And we understand this from the story that happened with David and Bathsheba, the law of a kini yistire. There, the taka was no kini yistire. She was not warned as a woman of a saita. And therefore, the And she taka did not become asa to David and She did not become asa to go back to her husband. But then her husband died in the war. And then she went to David and and she got married. So from the fact that over there, that David and was allowed to marry Bathsheba, that's the raya, that a woman does not become asa to her husband unless you have the prerequisites that there are by a saita. That's, that's what Abba Laza said. So now we come back to our original question. So if so, our question remains, Kinu yistira in. Seems like Rabbi Laza is saying only in a case where you have the proper warning that there is by a Saita, then she becomes Asa to her husband. Pesach Pesuach Loi. But in a case where her husband comes in and says that the relation I had with my wife and there was a Pesach Pesuach, I see that she had a relation with someone else, that's not enough grounds to ask her to yourself. So how could Rabbi Laza have said so? So the Gemara answers and says as follows. According to your reasoning here, according to the way you're asking this question, Rabbi Laza said, only if there's kinu yinstira, like there is by a site, then she'll become asa to her husband. But otherwise not. So are you going to say, kinu yinstira in, only if she got warned with a kinu yinstira, so then she'll be asa to the husband. But Adam loy, if there's clear witnesses that are testifying and telling us that she was mezana, that she had a relation with someone else while she was an Eish and it was done by Ratzin. So you're going to say that then she doesn't become asa to her husband without a warning? There was clear Adam. In such a case, for sure we have to trust what the Adam say. So Ella, so therefore you can't deduce from the words of Rabbi Lazar that the case of Pesach Pasuach will not be Yasser. When Rabbi Lazar said only if there's the warning, what was Rabbi Lazar coming to say? What was he coming to exclude? So what he was saying was as follows. A woman will not become Asa to her husband. If there's only one aid saying that she had a relation with someone else. Only if there are two aid. 
are two Adam saying that she had a relation with someone else, then she becomes also her husband. This is the cloud that we learn out. Oh, I mean, the Rashi here brings the source, just like by money matters, you can't be mighty mamain without two Adam. So we learn out from uh, the Gzereshov of Dover, Dover, me mamain, just like by money matters, it has to be with two Adam. Also, to Aser, a woman, to her husband, it has to be with two Adam as well. But the however, if it's a case where the husband warned his wife and there was a stira and she went and secluded herself, so there was Aidan for that, then Nami. So then if the, even if there's only one aid saying that she had a relation with someone else, she'll become Asatar husband. So the, the whole thing that Balaza was speaking about was regarding a case where you don't have to aid him. When you don't have to aid him, then it's only if it's, it happened like the story of a Saita that she becomes Asatar husband. Says the Gemara, Upesach Pesuach Kishneidim Dami. When a person comes and says regarding himself, I'm 100% sure that my wife was not a Basula when I had my first relation with her, it's equivalent to two witnesses. For himself, obviously, it's not equivalent to two witnesses to ask her to anyone else. But for himself, if he wants to ask her for himself, we say that his words, he's so sure about it, it's the same like two Adam. And therefore, we can't deduce from what Abulaza said before any contradiction to this. He can't ask himself as one aid. Again? He can't ask himself as one aid. But in other words, she'll become Asa to himself. He yeah. asking her himself. Yeah. Yeah. Even if he's one aid. You want to say he's like one aid, he can say whatever he is. But in other words, the fact that he's certain about this and he's saying that she's 100% Asa to me. So it doesn't come into the diok of what Rabbi was speaking about. Rabbi was speaking about another aid that was saying, aid is to answer her and someone else. But you on yourself, you're as strong as two them. You're so certain about this. Now, going back now to what Rabbi said regarding David and Bathsheba, the story that happened. The story of David and Bathsheba, why did she not become also to her husband? And why did she not become also to get married then later to David HaMelech? So the answer is, I mean, over there, what happened? She was married. She was married to Uriah. And, and she went then and uh, she had a relationship with David HaMelech while she was an Eshish So she should be also to David. Mm-hmm. The answer is, awesome. over there, the relation between David and Bathsheba was Ba'inis. It wasn't with her consent. And therefore later when the husband died, so just like she was not also to her husband, in his lifetime, because it was Ba'inis. So after he died, she does not become Asa to David HaMelech either. And that's why David HaMelech later married her. That's her one answer. As an or, he's the king, he's summoning her, she has no choice. No, no, okay, maybe that's what it is. So she, it was an Ainus, that's one answer. But now the Gemara gives another answer, and that's what you mentioned before. Or what happened in that story with David and Bathsheba is different. What did he say? All those that went out to fight in the war by David HaMelech, get they would write a get for their wife. And this is in order that the wife should not be stuck, should not get into any trouble. Let's say she, he didn't have any children and he doesn't want her to be stuck with Yibum and so on. So he would write a get to his wife. Now according to Rashi, just a moment, according to Rashi, the case over here is, what kind of get do they write? They write a get that if I don't return alive from the war, then the get should take effect, which means retroactively the get takes effect from the day that I left. And that's the kind of get that was written for the wife of Uriah, Bathsheba, as well. According to Tesis, actually, Rabbi Natam and Tesis says that they actually wrote a get without any conditions to it. They wrote a get to their wife, and then when they came back from war, they had to get married again. So this was a full get that was given. If what Gemara brings the source from this, how do we know that they would write a get? 
your brothers, you should go and find out what's doing with them. This is actually the father of David Amelech, Yishai, speaking to David when he went to fight Goliath. And he says, you're going to go meet your brothers there. Go find out what's doing with them. And also, Vesaruvasam Tikach, their guarantee or their, their pledge to their wives, you should take away from them. Meaning, get a get for, from them for their wives. So my, so guys, Gemara explains it. What does this mean? The matters that connect one to another, or the pledge that there is between a husband and a wife, take that from them, get a get from them for their wife. So from there we see that when they went out to war, they would write a get. So when David had a relation with Bathsheba, it was totally permitted, because she had already a get from her husband. Now, according to Tesis, it was mamish, completely permitted, because she mamish had a full get without any conditions attached. Even according to Rashi, that there was a get with a tnai, but Tesis explains that according to Rashi, the tnai of the get was that if he dies and doesn't come back from the war, the get takes effect <coughs> retroactively, mei hayayim. And that's what happened. He ended up, die- they ended up dying in the war. Actually, according to the simple shah of the Pesukim there, David Melech sort of orchestrated that he should die in the war. The and then, yeah, and then David Melech married her. Okay. Again, when he, when he, yeah, but what, what, later though it comes out that retroactively. That, that's why it was uh, it was considered, considered to be an aveda, and there's the tshuva, okay, I'll upon him. But then there's the famous gemara that says, Okay, so we, we we don't exactly know, you know, the deep rip shot of what happened over here. But this is the two shatim of the story here. Either it happened Ba'inus, says she was muttered to him later, or there was a get, and therefore it was done beheter, and therefore she she got married to him. Okay, now, Tani Rav Yosef, uh, sorry, Omar Abaye, that is, Afanan Nami Tanina. This halacha that Rabbi Loza said, that a husband is believed to say, regarding his wife, Pesach Pesuach, he comes with a taina and says that she's not a psula, and therefore she's going to become asa to him. We could see this from the first mission that we learned. Psula, Nisus Liyayim Revi, so it says, when does a psula get married? On a Wednesday. Liyayim Revi, in, she gets married on a Wednesday, but Liyayim Chamishi, but not on a Thursday. What was the reason? My time, Yishum as we learned before, the reason is because if there's any problems that she's not a psula, we don't want him to calm down about this matter. She might be asata, and we want him to come to the bezin the next morning right away. Now, Lamai, what are we concerned about if he calms down and doesn't come to the bezin right away? What's the relevance of the fact that the girl that he married is not a basula? If this is a money matter, if you're marrying a woman and you think she's a basula and she turns out not to be a basula, so the whole thing is a mekachtas, the whole marriage never took effect, you don't owe her the ksuba money, you can just send her away. If that's what the subject over here is that he's bringing up to the bezdin, so then why are we so concerned about this, that he shouldn't calm down? So If he calms down, and he wants to give her the ksuba money, so let her give her the ksuba money. We're so concerned about this that he might give her money that he doesn't really owe her. If he agrees to give it to her, so let him give it to her. Ella, so what does it mean? We're concerned that this woman might actually be also to him. And we wanted to come to the bezin the next morning in order for us to be able to clarify this. Is she also to him or not? And what is he saying? The katan taina, and when he comes and says an argument about what happened, my love, the katan taina is pesach pesuach. The case over here is that he's saying pesach pesuach. He's saying that he had a relation with her, and he sees that she's not a besula. That's that. So what do we see in our mishnah that he's believed to answer her upon himself by saying that it was a pesach pesuach? Says the Gemara, not necessarily. The Katoen Tainus Domim. What he's rather, what he's saying is that there was no blood. That's what he's saying. So, as we saw before in the Gemara, that's not as much as of a Chiddush. In the case where he says Pesach Pesuach, the Gemara said before, that's not necessarily something that he could be 100% sure about. 
He might have thought that it was easy and there was a Pesach Pesuach, but really it was no Pesach Pesuach. When it comes to blood, that's something that you see very clearly if there's blood or not. So maybe the Mishnah was only saying that if he tainas that there was no blood, then we would trust him, that he should, be, should become Asat himself, but not regarding Pesach Pesuach. Taisus actually points out, this itself is the reason why the Gemara in the Havaman over here thought that his tain is Pesach Pesuach. Because what does the Gemara here say? That he might calm down. When does a person calm down about something? When he's not so sure about it. So then, over time, he might calm down. If it's blood that he didn't see, and this is something that he's 100% sure about, blood is something that you, it's not, you can't have any sveikas about this, there wouldn't really be such a concern that he would calm down, because he's 100% sure about this. That's what the Gemara and the Havah thought, that his taina was, that there was no Pesach Pesuach. But the Gemara still says, no, that the taina the Mishnah is speaking about is that he saw no blood, and therefore there's no riot to the Chilish of Rabbi Laza. Now the Gemara brings another opinion here, Amar Rav Yudah, Amar Shmuel, Rav Yudah said in the name of Shmuel, Ha'aymeh, Pesach, Pesuach, Matsasi. A man that comes and says the next morning that there was a Pesach, Pesuach, and she's not a Besula, Nemon, Lafsidak, Subasa. Not only is he going to be believed to answer her on himself, as we said before, if it's a case where he's a Kayin, as Gemara explained before, where there's only one suffix, so she becomes Asa to himself. Besides that, he's also going to be believed to not argue and say, I don't only, any, I don't only owe you any ksuba money. Because you're, you are not a basula. So as Rashi pointed out, Rashi says it before already, this is the chiddush of uh, Shmuel here, and Rabbi Laza before disagrees with this. Rabbi, Rabbi Laza holds, when it comes to money, he's going he's gonna to be chayif to give her the money. He's not believed just himself. He's in the game of to come and say that he doesn't owe her the money. He's not, he's not believed. There are no two Adam about this. By money, you always have to have a Pishnayim Adam Yakim Davar. So over here, Shmuel is coming and saying a tremendous Chiddush. Not only to ask her upon himself will he be believed, but even regarding the money matter, he's also going to be believed. What's the reason for this? Rashi brings. We'll see this later in the Gemara. There's a certain Chazake that what he's saying is true. What is that Chazake? That the lashon of the Chazaki Rashi says, "Einadim terech besudo mafsida." That if <coughs> that over here, it must it must be that this woman was a besula before, and he was he, he was planning on marrying her as a besula, and now something happened in between over here that he was unaware of, and that she's not a besula anymore. What are we concerned about? If it's he himself, maybe between the time of the Edison and the Nisuin, he himself over here went and had a relation with her. And that's why she's not a basula anymore. But that doesn't make any sense. He went and prepared an entire wedding and he spent money and everything. All for what? To come the next morning and to throw her out of the house and to say that she's not a basula. Yeah, right. That makes no sense at all. A person wouldn't go through this whole entire hassle of creating this whole celebration of a wedding and then the next morning to throw her out of the house. So therefore, even though usually by money you need Adam to, uh, to, to be believed regarding a money matter, but over here, we have a very strong chazake that we can believe the tiny that he says. And there's another important point over here, don't forget here, we're not believing him regarding this money matter to be mighty moment. We're believing here regarding this money matter that he doesn't have to pay money. The money is in his pocket. So we're believing him here with this chazaka to be able to keep the money and not give the ksuba. That's the chiddush of Shmuel. Okay, let's continue inside. Amr Av Yasef, Sarav Yasef says regarding this, my Kamashmullah, what is the Khidish of what he said it? That we believe him to that she should lose her ksuba. Tanina, seemingly this is also something that we learned later in the Mishnah or in Abraisa. It says as follows, A person that went to his father-in-law and had a meal there by his father-in-law, where? In the area of Yehuda and Eretz Yisrael. 
what's unique about this area of Yehuda? So this was mentioned already before in the Gemara, in the area of Yehuda. So even though there are two stages, there's, there's the Edison, which is just giving a ring, and then there's the Kiddush, uh, sorry, the Nisuin later, but over there in Yehuda, the Minig was that the Chosun and the Kala did have a Yichud at the time of the Edison. And then afterwards they would separate them for a year and then they would come and get fully married later after the year. But there was a Yichud at the time of the Edison. So again, so a person ate by his in-laws in Yehuda, Shaloi Be'edim, without any witnesses that were there. So he can't later come and say, when afterwards, when he gets married to her, he can't come and say that she's not a basulah. It was a Pesach Pesuach. Why can't he say that? Because the minig in Yehuda was that already before, he himself had, had a relationship with her, possibly. Because he was misyached with her before, he can't come and say that she's not a basulah anymore, because maybe it's he himself that had a relationship with her. So now the Gemara says, what do we see from this? Only in Yehuda we are not going to believe him. But in other sections in Eretz Yisrael, where he never had a yichud with her, so we're not concerned that maybe he himself had a relation with her. We're going to trust him and say, when he says that she's not a basula, we're going to trust him. Now, what are we speaking about over here? If we're speaking about his taina, that he's saying, that she's not a basula, because he wants to ask her and say, I'm not allowed to live with her. She's not a basula. And maybe she had a relation with someone else between the Edison and the Nisun. If that's what the point we're speaking about over here is, how could you make a distinction between Yehuda or Gal? How could you make a distinction in what section in Eretz it is, whether the minig was that he was with her privately before or not? It should make no difference. Am I loy? Why should he not be able to ask her upon himself? Again, going back to the point that we said before, why is a husband believed to say regarding his wife that she had a relation with someone else and she's also to me? You're believed to say, I know for a fact I had no relation with her and she must have had a relation with someone else and therefore she's also to me. So whether this is in Yehuda, whether this is somewhere else, if he comes and says, I know for a fact I had no relation with her, she should be asked to him. So you can't make any distinction between one place or another. El Olav, this whole distinction between Yehuda or Galil is Lahafsidok Subasa. He's coming to, 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 to make her lose her Ksuba money. And over here we say, there's a chiluk. This whole svara we had, that there's a chazake, that a person will not marry this woman and then just throw it out of the house the next day, that we say only in a place where there isn't a minig that he already was secluded with her before, where there's already a yichud before. If there was a place there was a yichud before, there's a very strong reason to believe that he's the one that had a relation with her before. And as she says, it could even be he had a relation with her before and he thought that she's still a basula. He didn't. He, he wasn't. He's not 100% sure about this again. When it comes to this subject of Pesach Pesuach, it's not necessarily something that he could be 100% aware about. So therefore, over here in such a case in Yehuda, where the minig was, that there was a yichud of the chasna and kala before, we can't accept his taina to cause her to lose the ksuba. and he's coming and arguing and saying that she's not a basula anymore. My love, so here the Gemara says the same thing that it say that it said before. My love, don't you think the case over here is the katan tainas pesach pesuach? What he's coming and saying is that she's not a basul anymore because I see that there was a clear opening. And says the Gemara, loy, not necessarily. In such a case, he can't cause her to lose the because in that that's a kind of taina that you can't be hundred percent sure about. The katan tainas domin. Maybe we would only believe him that she should lose the ksube only in a case where she said where he says that there was no blood. That's something that's much clearer. Only then will accept his taina. Okay, this is the conclusion of this part of the Gemara here. As you see here on the page, and now Mid-Bays, I don't know, there's a lot of Taisvison over here. 
This is one of the most famous sugyas and shas when get to the whole halacha of sfek sfeke and regarding all kinds of different chazakis. And this gemara that we just learned, so I, I didn't bring up any of the taisis over here, but just to throw out a few points of here, there's all kinds of chazakis that taisis brings up. There's a cheskas heter, that she has a chazaka that she's mutter to her husband. There's a cheskas psula, she has a chazaka that she's a psula from birth. There's other kinds of chazakis. There's cheskas kshayda l'guhuna, Taisa says. There's a, when, at any time you get into situations of sveikis, especially double sveikis, there's all kinds of chazakis that we usually fall back upon, certain presumptions we have about our status. And the Gemara doesn't bring up any of those chazakis. So Taisus goes through all of the different chazakis, why the Gemara doesn't bring him up. And also even this, the whole thing of Svek Sveke that the Gemara spoke about, the Gemara only addresses one scenario of Svek Sveke. Suffolk whether the relationship was while she was an Ashish or not. Suffolk whether it was Ba'inis or Beratzen. But there's other, there's other details of Svekis that the Gemara does not bring up either. This whole thing of Pesach Pesuach in the first place is a suffix, as the Gemara says. He's not even sure, when he says Pesach Pesuach, could be it wasn't the Pesach Pesuach. It's, not, it's, it's still not 100% sure. That, that's another suffix that the Gemara does not address. There's all kinds of Svekis that Taisus brings up over here. So there's a lot happening here in the Rishayim. Okay.